Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is What the Fuck Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. You know what that means. All the stories today are from you, the listeners within the Hard Hive. Before we get going on stories, we have a full house, as always. Uh, Will, the Beef, Pat, Mark, and Wes are all here. And a couple housekeeping items up front. Uh, just like Michelle Obama on night one of the DNC, the next buzz... Next ticket buzz is all about Nikki Haley and Tim Scott after the first night of the RNC. And don't worry, we're going to have the RNC summary coming on Friday. We're we're logging all the videos, right, guys? Like watching. Yes. And then yes. going to have our reactions yeah, ready for it's coming. the end of the mm-hmm. 2024 is going to be a new notebook. 2024 is going to be a big election for the ladies. A lot of powerful women coming up in 2024. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. Kamala on the other side. Kamala or Kamala, Michelle, Michelle and then on, uh, Nikki Haley's a superstar. Like, some, some mm-hmm. solid What about Michamala? She's a superstar. Mm-hmm. She or Mamala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of what's coming up on Friday with that summary, uh, talking schedule. So we have interviews. Uh, we have another Democrat this week from Nevada, Steve Yeager. Uh, we, then after the RNC, we got a bunch of Republicans coming in. Uh, Republican from Colorado, Ken Buck from Nevada, Dan Rodimer, who used to be in the WWE, and then another special Republican guest all within the next two weeks. Radio, Barstool Radio. Make sure you're following Barstool Radio on Twitter and Instagram. We're not sure if we're going to be on Barstool Radio next month yet or not. You will follow those accounts. Um, You'll find out probably the same time we do uh, when they announce the new schedule. So keep your eyes peeled on there. Uh, and then time off. I'm going to take a week off after Labor Day, especially if we're not on radio. You guys got anything before the first debate on 929? Mm, just my birthday this weekend, William. That's all I got, Ooh, really. The Beeves' birthday. The this birthday. We're going to have a very Fifth, sk- special guest on next Monday show. <laughs> it's a very special guest, so That's stay right. tuned. Beeves, you're not going on vacation the week after? No, no. I'll, no, I'll be in no? New York. I'm, I'm going to be in New York next week, maybe. But no, I'm not going to be on vacay. Okay. Oh, cool. Just going to New York to Just New York. It. Not going on vacation. All right. Well, well uh, what no. is vacation, technically? What's vacation? Are you going on vacation? I'm going to go somewhere for the weekend, probably. For, you getting for an Airbnb day. and stuff? And yeah. You, and, yeah. Okay. I'm taking, thinking uh, about it. Okay. Can I have a yeah. good time? Going to go out to eat? Yeah. Maybe. You're going to go on your third or fourth <laughs> vacation this year <laughs> to well, our what, zeros? Wait, which vacation did I take? I, I went to the Jersey Shore, but I, I worked half mm-hmm. the week. Which, which vacation I, did I, I take would, that was I, the whole I would, week? I, that, I would lightly put half the week with, when you gave us a one day notice that you were going to be gone for eight days. 
Well, uh, what is in fact, when, what was that? The day after Wes went to rehab, he told us you were going to be gone for ages? Is that... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm Thanks sorry, Wes up. went to rehab. I, I well, covered all my shifts. Do? What? Did, how long I did covered you all know? my shifts. How, no, you didn't. How long did you know about the about the uh, vacation? How long, Wes, you, you must be learning about this for the first time. Yeah, how long, did you, how long did you know about the vacation that you told us after Wes went to rehab and then you left two days after that? Mark, there's some... Uh, you're you're going to look like a real jackass soon. I'll tell you that much. Am I going to look like a real jackass? Because I can't take vacation at my own job. So When did you take a vacation? Remember your honeymoon? That was a week-long one. I've never gotten oh, one. Oh, my honeymoon was what? Uh, 15, 16 months ago? So well, my the only time I've ever taken off is, is three days in a row when I, when I, when I got my first... Oh, you were off for, for multiple no, weeks earlier this, earlier no, this well, year. My mom was sick, too. It's not yeah. about that, but historically, you've taken by far the most vacations on the show. <laughs> Vacations, uh, traveling. Yes. I, yeah, I don't. I don't live in my house in Austin, Texas, like you, where I never leave. This pre-COVID, hey, but yes, man, traveling. Yeah, man, I do. Man, I do travel. Will Will asks when we're taking vacations. You have one coming up next week. Will's got one the week after. Uh, to answer your question, I don't have one, Will, because I can't. If take I don't one. miss, if I don't miss any shows, <laughs> it's not a vacation. All right. Well, just don't play it off like I've been fucking taking all these vacations. I haven't been. I've been you traveling. Have. Yes. Oh, different story. no, we tracked it. We actually no, tracked you have for a while. And you, 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 you and Wes definitely take the most. Time yeah. If you look sure. at the amount of shows Wes and Pat have done, it's not. We've quite. done show counts, yeah. too. We're not yeah. including yeah. rehab, it's right? It's oh, no, well, wait, no wait. you don't want to include rehab, Wes. <laughs> no. Then you'd be fucked. You'd be you real. Two guys keep, you guys, you two guys keep a weird ass tally. I can't no, believe no, that. No, just a I mental tally. You two guys keep a weird ass tally. Wes, you want to speak up on this? What about what? Will's weird ass tally. Nothing. No, I mean, just I, I, I know there's mental tallies going on. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, <laughs> it's well, healthy. oh, sorry. Is this not a business that we keep track of? How <laughs> yeah, people you, got, you guys take advantage of us. Is what is what's going on? Yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. I, I take advantage. It's your. It's yep. you who won't leave your house to come over to the studio because you're hard, too comfortable in your cat. Hard, my, my, hard factors priority five for a couple people on the show. My time. My time off is is not spent like you guys. I mean, every time I've had to be off the show is usually for. I'm actually I'm working my other job, so I'm not right, actually well, relaxing. We were until we gave up. Yeah. Our other jobs we, right? we, quit our, we, we quit actually our other jobs. went for it we made, it. No, we made that it. decision yeah Couple but i'm just saying the, the time off that, I, that you guys are talking about 90 percent of it i wasn't really do it's for your other job yeah. sort of like how yeah. pat does too yeah, yeah. but that doesn't so, I mean, really it matter what it is your second yeah. job or not you're, you're not on the podcast and will and i can't take a vacation is the problem that's why can't you guys take a vacation fucking vacation you want to are you gonna show up and do the show if we take a vacation mark you're coming from a place of zero zero uh data here i've never not done the show i might travel Plenty of I might travel, but if you tell me you want to take a vacation, go fucking take a vacation, bro. I'll do. I'll, what do you? I would you, love to. Why are you acting like there's some wall around you? I mean, I know there's a wall around you because you never leave your house, but why are you acting like that? Because you you take yeah. so many fucking vacations and your schedule is so crazy that it's hard for me to plan a vacation. Well, dude, uh, well all, all you have to say is when one. you want to go, and I don't take so many fucking vacations. I travel. I travel. Well, you, okay, I'm never going to stop doing that. So when, keep, I, okay, when I sat up so, for a podcast, which you could do remotely, I wasn't like, "Well, I'm going to marry myself to Austin, Texas, and, then, and anchor well, myself down." And then you do it in a hotel room with shitty uh, uh, internet, and then we're delayed two no, hours, but I mean, and, you, and then you're and then you're having glasses of wine, and then you have to this side or the other. Then you're on a phone call, and then we start. And we can't do the fucking podcast when we want. Certainly to. Certainly further down yeah. the priority list for the beef than it is. Oh, absolutely. Hard factors priority four or five for the beef. Fuck you guys. All right. I think you guys should you Will and 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 Mark, you guys should just take a vacation. I'm going to. That's what that's how yeah. I started it. I'm going to take the week off after Labor Day. It's the first time I'll be taking a week Congratulations, off. Congratulations. You you deserve it. It's your first week off in 500 two and a half years. shows plus. Yeah. And I hadn't taken a week off, so I'm going to I'm pretty pretty pumped. Good Soak for you, buddy. I took half of one recently. It was nice. I'm not mad at you, but I'm allowed to to state facts on on the show, Pat. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, We've done episode counts before, Beef. You know what? You know, yeah. you know, people have gotten their fair share. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess that's that's going to be hard to transition from. I feel like a lot of that might get cut. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we'll include it all. Uh, <laughs> next up is the weight loss contest. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I know I need the weight loss contest. We talked about this on radio. And um, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys feeling it? You guys ready for the next weight loss contest? Oh, I'm just scared. I'm scared to say anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been that way for a long time, Wes. You're scared to say anything because these two psychos keep weird mental tallies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, sorry that we work hard. Um, I'm, I'm, so, oh, I'm so, so hard. I'm so eight hard. Hour, Mr. Eight Hour Limit. Mr. Eight Hour Limit. Uh, eight Hour Limit. You I'm wake maxed. up at two. I'm Dude, maxed you don't, these 40 you don't hours. Work. You I'm don't maxed. fucking work. Max these 40 hours. You don't fucking work nearly as much as me Any, on this show. Uh, not even close on a weekly, hourly basis. But uh, I'm pumped for the. Uh, yeah, uh, Pat, have you ever sent a quote tweet or done any type of yeah. social media promotion? In the I have. Can I tell you what? I, th- I, think, I think that some of the stuff you guys do is not super effective and not a good use of time. Oh, okay. I'll be okay. honest with you. That's fine. Maybe so tell us that in a business meeting. Those hours. You just don't show up to any instead. of the fucking Zoom calls or business meetings and come up with an alternate plan, and you don't and you do not do anything instead as an alternate. Yeah, then you don't do anything at all. So, like, tell, That's not like, true whatsoever. And I should no, pretty, pretty much tell you Pat does, Pat does plenty with, like, with all the creative stuff. A lot of creative stuff Pat does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys creative. can't say that. Anyways, he, let's restart that. Uh, weight he loss sets thing. up all the all like the, the the live stream shit, like all that stuff. He does and productive, and they never fail. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck you! So you could do so much better because you can give a lame ass quote tweet from Barstool Radio that that gets hate on. No, that's not that's not an effective use of your time. No, it's just and it doesn't take seventeen hours. Or talk, or talk with working. the interns and plan things, or schedule interviews, Doing or do anything, anything, anything at all. besides nine- the show thousand person the, the texts are ridiculous ridiculously dumb and inefficient and mm-hmm. and it's almost impossible you guys spend more time keeping up with the text chain than not actually get anything done no than actually no, doing no. i'm work. working during those hours and posting no. shit. and like then I a lot of the stories today. come from those text threads that uh, we go and we go and fucking find and put in the show notes the because text, you don't the text do chain is hard to keep up with yeah um especially if you wake up at 1 p.m it moves fast when you guys are slow and halfway paying attention because it's not yeah. your priority right it does move a little too quick well, I mean, I, I I understand when when the text chain is about the work, but once it becomes just like oh, well, about look, social posting, it's and like, stuff, jokes, that, like jokes, jokes and like joking, all, yes. like all joking, is, which is all what it we is do is for don't a job. Worry, Will and I handle all the bullshit, and you guys, you guys, like you know. No, especially, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to. I, I understand what you guys are saying, but I also understand what Pat is saying. That's all. I don't. Well, I don't understand what Pat's saying. I understand that some of it's inefficient, but I don't understand doing nothing as an alternative. To, to pay attention to the, the to the text chain all day is is tough. That's tough, you know. To pay attention yeah, to, your, to your work, I get it. That's yeah. hard. Uh, but <laughs> the way we brain got, space. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to keep paying attention we'll to our work. Paste, on a we'll start basis. posting some of the text chain. You got? Will you guys actually? Will you, that'll be the first thing you post on a shared account. My God, we'll start Wes, posting some how of long ago was it? How long ago has it been since you wait, posted wait, wait, Wes, on Wes, Hard Factor Wes, account? Don't pluralize. What do you mean? Honestly, Pat's not gonna do that. You you might. Yeah, Pat's not gonna post it. How long is posting the Hard Factor account? Yeah, you talking to you guys. You know. How long has it been since I, you posted I, on a group account? Today. Today. What did you post? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, posted, you did. I, yeah. I, I post plenty on the on the group accounts when I'm asked to do it. To, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think Pat's ever sent a tweet to Hard Factor Twitter once. Directly. Yeah, because I think it's stupid to try and build. I, I don't think it's an efficient way. To, I, I think it's really dumb to try to bring to in people to follow our accounts that don't know about our show. I, I never wanted to be a fucking. Uh, 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 if we're going to tweet. I wanted to be about our show. I want to be about something we're doing. So what, it, we've it, done. We've done 550 shows. Why don't you ever do a show tweet in the morning? It's not all uh, quote tweeting Barstool. Any radio. social. I'm, I'm saying in the past two and a half years, you've done a handful of tweets 
to Hard Factor Twitter, where, where Will and I have probably done 2,000 tweets each to, to Hard Factor Twitter. Uh, and thanks for asking personals. that question today, Will. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no problem. You did, you did, you did nail that one. <laughs> All right, go start a podcast. See how it goes. Go I'll start, start my own. Okay. Whoa! Right, start, what was that? Start your own. All right. Whoa! Good. What there was that? Is. There it is. Holy shit! There it is. Did you just Ooh, threaten to leave yeah. on air? No, I'm not yeah. going to leave the show. But I'm saying, like, there's some things that I understand that you guys don't understand. And I understand oh, you guys oh, work oh, hard in the social space. Oh, wow. I understand you work what hard in the social here? space. I get that. I agree with that. There's no doubt about that. But I will tell you this. There's some serious fucking inefficiencies, and there's things being called work that don't need to be called, be called work. Well, then show up and tell us uh, what the inefficiencies are and come up with the plan yeah. instead of just not doing anything whatsoever. I would whatsoever. do that, I would do that right if, there, if, there was an open, if there was an open dialogue to have a conversation without my head getting bitten off because I bit my uh-huh. tongue a long fucking Open. time ago. Open. A long right. time ago, I, I said I, I said it's better for me to not say anything than to deal with this. A long time ago. That I, makes I sense. That. <laughs> well, you don't know what it's like to go up against you. Oh, the opposite. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to go up against you. It's horrible a lot of times. Uh-huh. You, you bite heads off. Sure. You bully. It's because, you, it's because you're not yeah. around. To, so when I'm waiting for you for five hours, yeah, I'm a little frustrated. Okay. I would never start my own podcast. I love being on a Thank podcast. Thank you. Well, you just said that we should try without you because we wouldn't like the results. I don't want to try without you. No, it'd be a com- competition right. thing. It would. No, I don't no, want to try without you. That's guys what you either. just. Well, then we ha- we'd have to have a second podcast each because we're not. Right. Well, just don't I'm, call me. I'm worthless. all about hard. That's facts. what I'm saying. I'm not fucking worthless. That's all I'm saying. You call me worthless. Like I, I, like, like I, I'm you're, not. You're putting words in our mouth. No, we're saying you no, don't I work as hard, that. and we would welcome you to work harder. That's what I'm saying. I'll keep that in mind. I, I do appreciate. You know what we're all going to work really hard on is this weight loss contest that's coming up. Uh, and guys, we got to set the time each week where we're going to weigh in. Uh, how how how? What time we're going to weigh in at, guys? I I vote. Send a picture of your weight Sunday before noon. Well, Pat gets up at two p.m. Yeah, for fuck's sake, so we can't. So we can't do it in say, the morning. I was about to say, was that a softball? You just teed that one up. You um, know what I will say? I'll say like I'll say like I say a lot of things. Whenever you guys want to, I will adhere. Oh, to I don't it. care. Yeah, we always say the same thing. Pat, too. I love you. I'm kidding. Yeah. Whenever you guys want to is, is a common phrase that goes around in this podcast. Yeah, pick a care. time, and I'll make yeah. sure I'm there. And if I, Okay, if well, let's set a hard one then. Uh, Sunday by noon, you guys send a picture. Or Monday. What, what day? Monday, Monday before point. noon. Because you don't want to do – the reason you got to do before noon is this. And I get that the beef might needs his beauty rest, but you don't want to do the evening. We learned our lesson. The first way in, oh, we did it yourself. Wednesday evenings. It was fucking miserable. You just like – you're like sweating in the sauna all day trying to like stay light. It's well, the thing good. about the evenings is you think if you think you pass talking about people getting mad and being mean, like people get mean at evenings. If they're waiting on the last person to weigh in, it's like, mm-hmm. are you home yet? Are you fucking weighed in yet? Because you're, you're like but minute by minute after 4 p.m. Yeah, has to be in the morning. It, yeah. was, it got really, really testy last night. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Isaac just eight o'clock in the evening. No, <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Things could get testy on this uh, in this course. Of, uh, I, I love you guys. We all love each other. Yeah, I, I love I'll you too. It was, we we fight because we love yeah. each other. Brothers oh, fight. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all good. Uh, and and then uh, so yeah, so that's what we're gonna do. we're gonna move on to the weight loss contest again. Also, I'm ready for we're it. all fat. I did but five and is... a half miles in the elliptical before this show. I did four yesterday. I'm at about ten miles in the past two days. That's good, but Woo. we can't talk too much about it. Remember, people get sick of that. Uh, oh, but yeah, then right. most importantly. This is bringing something back from radio. Pat, what you said on radio yesterday, you said big milk is a lie, Uh a lie. And the big milk people are mad. And we have hard factor big milk representative Wes in the house now. So I'd like maybe you guys could could discuss. Yeah, you want to explain yourself? 
Well, okay. First all, first off, shout out Tanner from Wisconsin, longtime stoolie, the Vanilla Gorilla, uh, mm. and sh- shout out to our other dairy farmers, our buddy Adam, uh, all of our dairy farmers out there. I love you guys. I'm glad, I'm glad you got a racket going. I'm stoked on it for you. I love oh. milk, milk by- byproducts. <laughs> milk byproducts are great. I'm an ice cream guy. I'm a cheese guy. It's fantastic. The consumption of milk, a glass of milk, you know that's a racket. You know that that there there had to be a no. There's no ad campaign for cheese. You don't need to tell people cheese is good. You had to do it for fucking milk. They spent millions and probably billions of dollars trying to get people to drink something their body naturally rejects. We're the only mammal, period, on the planet that drinks another mammal's Who's milk. Body? My body, my body absorbs it. My my body absorbs it and uses it for fuel and to build muscle and for all kinds of things. All lies sold to you by big no. men. Well, what about no. cheese though? You just said it. We're the only animal that he's eats specifically cheese, too. he's specifically talking about glasses of milk. Yeah, uh, yeah that doesn't milk. make any sense if it's but, just about but, what animal. Well, he's saying cheese. Don't. He's saying cheese is delicious, which I agree with. And I understand it's also the delicacy. Point, but, well, but it's made what, of milk. Large weighed in on Twitter, and he said you can't dunk cookies in water. Which so like to right. that point, it's like milk is delicious for a number of other put, reasons. Is delicious. Yeah. Let me lay this down for you. Sure, dunk your cookies in milk. Get a small ramekin. It's about the same as cheese. <laughs> it's a delicacy. Don't and don't get a fucking glass that you have to drink afterwards because you're not supposed to. Our bodies are not evolved. Wait a That's why most what people are, are lactose intolerant because no one developed the fucking enzyme because of evolution, guys. You're not supposed to drink what milk. What about ice cream or milkshakes? You're, right. you're, you're not supposed, supposed to, to have cheese. You're not supposed to have beer. Yeah. You're not supposed right. to have milk. You're not supposed to have How, any of right. that stuff. I've given Beaver a hard enough time. On this one, I, I tend to agree with them on the lie that milk makes your body stronger. Like that's the the marketing no. on milk is is genius. I I like milk. I drank it my whole life. Never broke a bone. Might be because of milk. Uh, but they that's do, what they, they want they, you to think. They do have this. They do live this lie of like milk is the most healthy thing you can drink. And I don't necessarily agree with that. It's guys. It's, it's very. It's it's it got a lot of protein in it. Uh, I drink the I drink the uh, the Fair Life. So it, it cuts out a lot of the sugar. So it's like ultra filtered. Tastes delicious, but it's still got all the protein. I mean, I drink it because it's fucking delicious. Osteoporosis. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's just uh, go- Google. Cheese is delicious. Lies so if this about has anything milk. to do with cheese, I'm not a game. Well, on, cheese is on fine, Willie. Dairy products fine. are awesome, but are they necessary is the question. Dairy products are. To, are are you supposed to drink a fucking glass of some animal's other milk? No, it's disgusting. It's like well, are you supposed blood. to eat like, a whole pizza? And I do that shit. No, cheese. Yeah, cheese is the, the, the only thing that I could not give up. I think cheese is... Tied yeah. with beer for me on like I, I don't I couldn't give up cheese. Well, it's like bread. It's like, yeah. you know, well, the earth didn't intend you to to grind up the grains and then make a loaf of bread with it. But you still do. I, I get mean, what the beaver saying here. He he supports the dairy teams. I get what he's saying. I'm he doesn't like very... he doesn't like how much they promote it as health. I get it. Um, well, yeah. no, that's why you drink it, man, because they fucking sold no, it to you. But I, I drink it because it's delicious because I actually really enjoy the fucking taste of milk. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's you made that milk choice and cereal. After- oh, that sucks. After milk you and cookies came off your like mother's Larson? tit because of does a body good and got milk. That's why you drink it, Wes. No, I'm just cold. a lover of the taste of milk. Mm. <clears throat> read about read about why you drink milk. Figure it figure it out. It's a fucking racket, bro. Why I drink real- milk? Because my taste buds love it. I don't there's know. I don't really- know. I don't know how much Will's going to cut from this. He's editing the show tonight. We're at 20 minutes in right now. I haven't done a news story. So <laughs> all we've done hey, is argue. Co- <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good cold open. You know, yeah. that's fantastic. Really, really People are going to call for more of this. I guarantee it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at plantbasednews.org. This is a very reputable source, and it's nine lies. 
from the dairy industry. You might want to check that out, Wes. Oh, send wow. that yeah. out. Oh, Pat, send you're, that one sounds the biggest, reputable. you're one of the biggest pizza eaters in the fucking world. For you to shit on milk is fucking hypocrisy. Pat, send is, that over to the group thread you won't read. Yeah. No, I'll check it out a couple of days later. Uh, <laughs> it's, nice, it's, it's, it's nice to wake up to 900. No, no, actually like 245 <laughs> texts every morning and like maybe 12 of them are relevant. It's very nice. Pat, well, start those... screenshotting the, uh, the the messages when you wake up. Start screenshotting like how many of them there are. <laughs> not, not the content of them, but how many of them there That'll are. That'll just make you look lazy. It's like <laughs> wait till someone gets on a tear <laughs> about what they think's going on. Yeah, well, that's a ridiculous. No, it's in like we're planning on we're too. planning on what to yeah. So yeah. we're planning on what to post. We're posting it. Who is saying who which accounts the, to put it on? What news uh, stories? Yeah, what confirming interviews? All that stuff. That's it is irrelevant. You're right. Didn't say it was irrelevant. Can get it done less text. He just did. He just said it was uh, 99% irrelevant. All right, let's move on to stories. Finally, uh, six, all submitted by the Hardo Hive. Uh, Seven. Get us going. All right, guys, Seven we got a BB gun story from PFITS. Uh, a North Carolina woman, right? She walked right into a crotchety 76-year-old man's trap when she pulled up a Trump yard sign from the man's yard. Uh, she only made it a few feet with the sign in hand before she was immediately shot with a BB gun by the old man. Mm. What? Yeah, she goes into the yard. She picks the yard sign up. She walks like two feet, and then bam, something hits her. Turns out a BB gun, 76-year-old man, shot her because oh, she was stealing his yard sign. How many she, pumps did he give that? Did it break the skin? Dude, a lot of pumps because the woman mm. still has the pellet or BB lodged in her arm and probably will for life. <laughs> that's, no, that's, a, that's a short range shot. Yeah, <laughs> and that's an important distinction. Was it, a BB, BBs are the round one. Pellets have like the they can even have points on them. Those things will will pierce your skin easily. Yeah. So Wes, I read both stories. Uh, it's it's tough to say. I think it was well. Okay, you, you'll listen. The use that the man was messing with the gun for sounds like pellet but everyone's reporting bb anyway it's okay. stuck in her arm and it's not coming out uh she thought the sign had been placed in her brother's yard so she was going to her brother's house she thought a prankster had placed it there uh this peggy fox the woman told wsco uh that her brother never talks about politics he's just totally apolitical uh, and she has no problem with the sign which by the way sits closer to her brother's house than the actual owner of the sign's house but she thought it was in her brother's yard by a prankster, and she knew it wasn't his. So she's walking up to her brother's house. She's like, oh, this is weird. My brother wouldn't put this sign out, grabs the sign uh, <laughs> and tries to remove it, which was a bad move, Peggy, because old 76-year-old Worth McAllister, he don't play that shit. You, yeah, know, that's all, you know that all he does is look out the fucking window. Like, yeah. that's all he does. He's just waiting for someone to take the sign. It's almost like a, a bait. It's like a poo dollar. That sign. What kind oh. of sign is it? Yeah. yeah. It's just whole day. It was yeah. just a Trump 2020 sign. He's like, come on, take it, somebody. It's got <laughs> it was, just like a little, you know, one of those little yard signs. And dude, the, yeah. the news brought cameras out there. And really, it's you, you'd think it was her brother's sign. It's, it's pretty far from dude's house, closer to her brother's house. Uh, Worth told reporters that he uses the BB gun to, quote, shoot stray cats that come into my yard. Oh, that oh, was a bait. Jesus. He was like, I'm putting this Trump sign as far from my house on my property as That's I can. That's what I'm saying. And I'm going to smack somebody with it. That was the it same was a, thing as a poo dollar. Come on and take it. It was a trap. <laughs> also, when you're trying to save face, why the hell are you going to say that you use the BB gun to shoot cats in your yard? Like, anyway. Yeah. Uh, right. That guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. Yeah, that's just an excuse to say I sit. I sit here and wait for somebody to grab my Trump yeah. sign. 
Uh, yeah, I don't normally animals, try to, but <laughs> yeah, I don't try to shoot people. It's for cats, really. <laughs> so you can't blame me. Uh, Peggy said, I felt pain in my arm and I looked up and I heard this gentleman yelling at me uh, and that there was <laughs> no warning shot whatsoever. And she would have gladly returned the sign if he had made made it clear that it was his. Uh, McAllister said that he was, in fact, trying to shoot Fox. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah, I believe him. But, but he was trying to hit her backside, not, not in the arm. Uh, he was subsequently charged with assault, saying, quote, you defend your property and you end up getting charged. Uh, so he is not happy. And he's thinking about Whoa. pressing theft charges <laughs> against this woman. Yeah. I mean, they both have a case. There's right. that. I, I'd love, I'd love to hear the judge's decision in that one. Yeah, you yeah, can't shoot people. That's the, that's the judge's decision. BB yeah. gun on his own property, though. <laughs> you, I, I don't know. I, we'll see what laws they, uh, they cite. <laughs> yeah, you can shoot people. That's what she said. Literally, that was her quote. Wes, he can't shoot people. Oh yeah, uh, but <laughs> she's right. Well, that's, he did. that's you know, come up with a more creative uh, defense. Can't shoot people. That's low hanging fruit. Yeah. Well, it's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is that is that it on the BBs? That's or it. We... Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. I did the Moving single forward. BB. The other BB gun story wasn't so good. Not as good. Not nearly yeah. as good. All right. Well, that was actually a BB gun assault. Now, moving on from a BB gun assault to some some kind of different, but also like nefarious going on right under your nose and you wouldn't even know it. Uh, the story is brought to us by at Tank Barstool on Twitter and I feel like it should be made into a movie because it's like a representation of vigilante justice that you might want to see done in 2020. Because what happened was a post office manager in Ohio, he cucked the criminals who were using the USPS to distribute their drugs. And then he grabbed their drugs and made himself a drug kingpin in their place. Whoa. So, this is. Hmm. What I'm always afraid of when I ship my drugs. Exactly. I love this. I <laughs> drug also, dealer's worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I'm, also, I'm also glad someone's finally coming to their senses because you always hear about people like finding, you know, like 40 kilos of cocaine and floating in the ocean. And then obviously you hear about it because they turned it in. I'm glad. Yeah, someone's right. This is smart. Making lemonade. I like this guy. No, not Anthony Sharp, 30 of South Euclid, Ohio. He was skimming all the dirty mail that he could get his, get his hands on, including meth, cocaine and fentanyl. Uh, sent through the mail and then selling them himself for a quote unquote great profit, according to the feds. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> no shit. It's genius. It's just like this is no amazing. overhead drug dealing until you get caught. Uh, Anthony is now facing six charges and, and law enforcement is seizing 100,000 in cash as well as a Harley and a 2019 Polaris slingshot three wheeler roadster. Can you get like uh, nice. less, uh, you know, like can the judge on this one go lenient and go for the lighter end of the sentence, but based on his creativity and, 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 and engine, like, like genius, like level there, like if it's a 10 to 25, give him the 10, right? Like I was hoping so, but uh, this is the quote from Kenneth Cleveland, the special agent with the USPS office. He says, postal employees are paid to deliver mail and parcels, not steal and distribute drugs in the community. So uh -huh. I think if he had not dealt the drugs, if he the, just did him. Know. He just treated himself. No, like I think if he like had not bought mechanism. the, yeah, if he had not bought the Harley and the uh, Polaris right. slingshot uh, on a postal worker's fucking salary, he would have been got right. away with it. Should have been in someone else's name in a different location, like another house under his, his cousin's name or something. But yeah. look, he didn't. It's not like he's yeah. stealing grand his uh, you know grandkids like twenty five dollar checks from the grandparents. He's taking like fentanyl, like illegal drugs. So it's already illegal. Right. 
He's like but a redistributing Robin them. Well, yeah, he's Robin Hooding himself. No, he's, he's like, like a bad, a terrible Robin Hood, like yeah. a ro- drug dealer Robin Hood. Uh, Selfish US, Robin Hood. He also hmm. did not uh, take any precautionary measures, it sounds like. The USPS began investigating Sharp on suspicion that he was uh, uh, spotting packages he believed to be illegal drugs and then stealing them for himself. Uh, on, and then on July 22nd, agents saw him after he was already on surveillance slip two packages uh, containing meth and coke from a sorting facility and take them back to his own vehicle, uh, at which point they pulled him over when he was leaving work, searched his vehicle. Lo and behold, there's the cocaine. There's the uh, meth. There's the fentanyl, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it what just makes you do? wonder. He, this you guy know. should do a, a, like a webinar on the dark web of how to spot cocaine packages and like packages with like, he's right. a pro because the people will pay for that he, he should mm-hmm. he should be giving like a ted talk to he's also not the only one drug, that's drug, what drug makes me one drug dealers yeah. yeah yeah oh he's definitely there not is, the only one there is like a webinar on it already mark they, they just they just haven't sh- changed up their shipping method so that's why he knew it's pretty easy to tell apparently like based on where it's coming from size of the package etc right but 10 to 20 how fake the name is in the return address right right yeah yeah. yeah. Um he's going USPS laws like postal laws a whole a whole other bag of bag of tricks. That's he's true. In That's yeah, they don't I mean if you knock over a mailbox on purpose you get the book thrown at you so I can't even imagine yeah. 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 All right. I'm going to take you all to the fashion corner for a minute. Nice. Yeah. And Sweet. both of these stories come from our girl Patricia. Um and this first one involves an idea that I personally hope never really takes off. Uh, mainly because it's ridiculous, and two, because I can't pull it off myself uh, without getting yelled at that I'm disgusting. Um, I'm, uh, I'm talking about the Bikini for Guys, or as co-founders from Toronto, Chad Sasko and Taylor Field <laughs> uh, call it, the Brokini, uh, which is basically a Speedo. Chad Sasko. Chad Sasko, uh, which is basically a Speedo that swimmers wear with a stupid strap attached that goes over the shoulder. I pasted in some uh, fine pictures for you guys there. So oh, I saw um, it. it yeah. shows off your uh, your package really pronounced. It's yanking yeah. on your package. Yeah. It's designed to do that. It's, oh, it's yeah. really yeah. it's pulling the fabric back right there against. And it's got right. kind of like a like a like a what do you call it? a pouch, like a pouch like thing at the bottom yeah. there. Yeah, it's like a marsupial. It's like a uh, push up bra for your cock and balls. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. be pretty right. confident in your dong to be rocking this thing. Right. Yes, Absolutely. Um, so as the story goes, Sasko and T-Dog say, uh, quote, we started going to bachelor parties and wearing crazy <laughs> bathing suits. And then we actually saw a wrestling leotard online and thought, hey, that could maybe be a bathing suit. Uh, they were uh, pretty awesome, but they were actually see through. We wanted to make something you could actually swim in. So we started reaching out to manufacturers and found one. And uh, look, I'm giving these assholes a hard time, but they are really <laughs> just they're really just trying to spice up the party and have a laugh. And I can respect that. Um, I think I can respect that. So um, Sasko and T-Dog said, we wanted to come up uh, with a bathing suit that was fun for goofing around on the beach, cottage weekends, bachelor parties, and festivals. Um, Jokingly, Sasko added to the article interview, it's not the ideal summer to be launching given COVID, but brokinis might be a great way to keep people six feet away from you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wait, Uh he's he's encouraging it for people (laughs) Anyway, away from that, yeah, any no, market possible. That's a joke because they yeah, look so ridiculous. Yeah. Right, yeah. you don't want to get too close to the dong. Um, right. Least funny. Not for virgins. Bodies. These brokinis. No, not for virgins. no. Well, who are they for? That's what I. The mean, guys that bought the Borat big thing. That's that's is that that guy. The guy that took Borat too far. That's, that that's still does. That well. still does the Borat voice. 
Yeah. Right. Who, for that yeah. So it's a that. joke. It's just a joke product altogether. It's a altogether. complete joke. Um, okay. Yeah. You, you're not to be taken seriously in one of these things. That's for sure. That's good. I was yeah. worried it was like a real thing. For the guy that gets the lifeguard. <laughs> Will was worried he'd have to wear one this yeah. summer to be in fashion. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I don't think I would have worn one for like Halloween, maybe, because you look kind of like a Flintstone. You, know? yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, look, it, it is very Flintstone. It's like a, so, it's, yeah, it's a Fred Flintstone. It looks yeah. like it does. It looks like you're taking you're halfway through taking off your wrestling singlet. It's it that's like. you're right. It's a one armed wrestling singlet. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep. Single strap. Um, Easier to slide the one side off and then have your dong out. <laughs> wrestling right. singlet side. I'll miss those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I bet. All right. Yeah, he wants uh, to wear spandex tank tops and, and hug each other. <laughs> wrestlers hey, yeah, you signed wrestlers. up for it <laughs> no i mean yeah. it was a fun sport but the singlet part was not, yeah. yeah i mean you know you can yeah. just do it in a t-shirt right on a rubbing i think so totally right. could have done it in a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. totally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who did that uh you know you know who did that <laughs> all right now to the second story of this fabulous fashion corner guys did you know that uh the shorts you're wearing are probably way too long to be considered attractive yes. uh, by the modern tiktok female Yes. You know that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. A new trend on TikTok um, and videos containing the hashtag five inch seam uh, have over 230 million views on the communist spy app because apparently <laughs> young millennials and Gen Z ladies want us men to show more thigh. Uh, now the trend for yeah. working on it, ladies. That's why I got the elliptical back up. Mm hmm. Be wearing yeah. thigh highs. Yeah. So it's, now uh, this is yeah. upsetting to me because I've got good legs. And, right. Uh, and I, the whole time growing up, long shorts were the trend. Mm. Right. Uh, Board it shorts. I would have been way better for me if short shorts had been the trend. You would have been slaying more. No, they were, Will. You just, no one told you. No one knew. Like No, you, they weren't. Yeah. They honestly, like, when we were kids, it was like the huge inseam, the nine-inch inseam. No, women, shorts, yeah. women weren't attracted to that, though. They would have still been attracted to your thighs. You would have well, looked like, right. you, you would have been made fun of by your boys. Right. But, but the girls right. would have been all over them thighs. Ladies loved my long below the knees chinkos and my new <laughs> yeah, oh cigarettes. Yeah. Back oh in the nineties, yeah. that was the style. I'm telling no, you. No, that was oh. the cool kid style. That wasn't the girls are gonna they give you a hand job style. They mm -hmm. see they come out of class, they see me just burning a newport without giving a fuck who's gonna tell me no. These jinkos are so low. <laughs> Muscle toned so high. Toned thighs. You guys have forget always what the been in. like. I'm telling you, was, that was the style. Oh yeah, we know. Girls, yeah, yeah. girls were getting wet over uh, parachute pants and, and Jenkos. Yeah, mm. um, so yeah, so uh, that's what the Gen Z ladies they, they that's what they want. Now the the trend for shorter shorts might be attributed to the the frat boy clothing brand Chubbies, which started uh, selling shorter shorts and coined the phrase "skies out, thighs out." <gasps> um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, like uh, celebrities are getting into it. There's a picture of Conor McGregor showing a lot of thigh. That's too much. Around. Well, he's got he's got the legs to do it, right? Um, but that but, looks uh, like that looks like um, women's shorts. What he's wearing, right? There, it's getting it's getting a little bit. But I thought five and a half inch inseam is pretty good. But five and a half. He's got he's got about thirteen and a half inches right there. No, you yeah. mean of legs showing? You of legs showing, yeah. yeah. Right. So, so one and a half inch <laughs> seam, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you aren't sure if, you're, if your shorts are short enough, the safe spot, as retailers and clothing experts call it, or, or sweet spot, is about three or four inches above the kneecap. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, hem those shorts, guys. Girls want to see those thighs. Um, you guys like this? Pat, how do you feel about this? 
I think it's great. I mean, I, McGregor shorts, I feel like I want to know what the comfort level, honestly. So like when I when I do my cutoffs, I do them like maybe three inches above my knee. I try to. But I have also mm-hmm. like thighs that it, it right. literally takes four hands to wrap around my thighs. They are some right. tree trunks. Uh, I max pants out like at the thigh. Yeah. Uh, like I can't, you know, I could fit into the leg part, but the thigh. Yeah. People are always up. like, how do you weigh what you weigh? You look so trim, but it's because they don't mm-hmm. see them, them thighs. Yeah, yeah, I store yeah. in the thighs. Yeah. Oh, I dig it, man. Yeah. I, I say, do you? Men's clothing has been terrible forever. Fucking uh, mm. feel yourself. Feel yeah. yourself. Yeah. Hike them up. I got. Uh, you know what? Also, yeah, short Go shorts. Ahead. I got into them playing rugby, and the rugby yeah. shorts are so comfortable. So. Right. I got. I got into them last summer when when I was a little bit more fit, like late summer, and I was wearing uh, high shorted like uh, swim trunks, and I was definitely. That's feeling, what I. Yeah. Fe- I was definitely feeling myself uh, much more. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you're when you're confident, I, 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 swimsuits are 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 awesome when they're high because I mean, yes. it's just your swim. It's, it's easier to swim. Um, but yeah, my 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 current shorts are right at about the knee. I need to I need to hike them up a little bit. I guess. So. Yeah, for sure. That's it. You wait, wait. You, we'll, we'll be showing you some thighs soon, ladies. Don't worry. Thighs coming soon. <laughs> White balance your camera to mine. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do All it. right, I'll, guys. I'll do it. Whew. I'll <laughs> get the right pair on. <laughs> Thighs in the skies. Um, all right. Uh, we covered the California wildfires a lot and will continue to as they are terrible. And there are over 600 of them currently burning and don't seem to be going away. But let's not uh, always take like a 10,000 foot view of the situation. Let's do some case studies on individuals involved, some individuals affected. And thanks to Jack Bayless, Hardo Hive member uh, who sent this in, we can do exactly that today. So Chad Little of, I believe, Vacayville, California, and his family are... (laughs) Vacaville. Vacaville. Is that where Pat lives? Vacayville? Vacayville, baby. Just kidding, Pat. I love you. That was worth it. Uh, How was your your extended rehab stint? Not a vacation, I can tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, but take me away for work for 30 days and pay me. I didn't work. You're absolutely right. And I I appreciate it. If I'm not allowed to make jokes with you, then suck my cock. Do you know how many (laughs) times the three of us were like, I wish I would get sent to rehab right now? No, you don't. Trust me. Yeah. (laughs) We did say yeah. that a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. West is living in the rehab If they had a yeah. PlayStation 4 there, I'm in. Uh, Avacaville, California, and his family are practical people. Uh, they knew the LNU Lightning Complex fire, which is the third biggest in the state history, was headed to their home. That's why they started to pack up their things a few days ago uh, so they could leave before it was too late. Uh, when the fire did arrive and the Littles headed to the car to leave, Chad said, I'm not coming with you. I'm staying right here. Uh, And that's exactly what he did. He stayed at the little home. Uh, He said, I had a lot of friends and family trying to fight with me to get me to leave, but I wasn't going to do it. Um, (laughs) You see, Little lost his home to a fire five years ago, and he was not going to go through that again. So he stayed back to defend his property from a literal forest fire. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, that makes sense. Like a lot of people, it's like uh, right now, a lot of people in my wife's family are, are choosing to stay some of them are choosing to stay like for in the hurricane area where it's coming and wildfires mm-hmm. would be the same you I mean, if you stay you might be able to like hose them off or whatever defend wildfires the, the property. are a little little different than hurricanes because what? you can like you can always get on your roof and not die at a certain point i didn't even know this was possible like you like your individual effort could save your home i didn't even know that was yeah possible. for yeah. sure oh for sure you can uh with with fires and with hurricanes both with flooding also, yeah it can also oh. overwhelm you but with both like and yeah them. yeah but if yeah, you yeah, were yeah. able if it was a manageable right. scenario and there was just rolling the dice for but you, you to can be also able, save right. it. Yeah. Um, would it change your mind if you found out that, that it was electrical fire five years ago? It wasn't a fire. Anyways, we'll keep going because uh, <laughs> it was uh, little said he had uh, 
Solano irrigation district water, fire hoses, and fire hydrants, so he felt confident in being able to do what Will just said, kind of just like mm. fight off the fire. Not long after, though, uh, the water was shut off in his area. And the oh. fire, and the fire, this was right as the fire was approaching his front you door. You don't plan on that when you're no. about to defend your home with water. And now it's too late, pretty much, like he was in it. So what little did next saved his life and his home. He went and grabbed the only liquid he had left and a nail and went to work. I grabbed a 30-pack of Bud Light, he said. That was the only thing I had that I had a lot of, and it was wet. <laughs> Luckily, I had a bunch of cases of Bud Light, and I was able to get it yes! out. Yes! <laughs> what? Yes, he said. When I first grabbed the cans of beer and ran down there, I was shaking them up and opening them up, but it was just dispersing too quick. He said, that's when I say. Yeah, he said, that's when I saw the nail. I would just puncture a hole and shake it as I was going, and then I could aim it and concentrate it on the bad parts of the fire. So he was shot. <laughs> he was shotgun spraying beers into the fire, uh, like a, and he put it out. What a beast. Wow. Yeah. And it's the, the, he's all good. His, his house is hundred percent. Uh, he fought the fire off, uh, and then eventually, after he, like he did a good enough job, a fire truck came and like completely put it out. But he fought it <laughs> off himself with the beers. Uh, since then, he has That's been running awesome. around, going to neighbors' houses, helping them come up with ways to fight the fire. And he's been running around the surrounding area at night, stomping out <laughs> little smoldering fires because you, he says you see them better at night. So he's not <laughs> sleeping; he's just fighting fires with unconventional methods. I'm twenty four seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More bracing at night. <laughs> Yeah. Good for Chad. Uh, good for Chad. He's a he fucking MacGyver. He's, yeah. a Mac he's a MacGyver firefighter is what he is. He's the best. He's the fucking best. Um, Bud Light needs to hook this guy billion up. beers. Yeah. What was that? What? I said Bud Light needs to hook this guy up with like a lifetime supply. That's fantastic. For sure. Yeah. He should be the, yeah. their he, guy. Yeah. His wife begs to differ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He was like, you guys all thought I was an alcoholic, but who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this guy is consumed by the fear and anger towards fire, but the fire five years ago started with a, a wiring issue with one of his fans inside the house, and no one was home, and it just slowly burnt down his house. But to Chad, a fire is a fire, and they all need to go. Uh, anyways, um, guys, infertility is a huge problem for guys. Probably not Chad. Not, uh, not for Chad. <laughs> definitely not. Things don't get better as we age. Daddy, spelled D-A-D-I, uh, their mission is to make the process of fertility testing and sperm banking as comfortable, convenient, and cost-effective as possible. No more visits to the sperm bank. You don't want to go there. You don't want to masturbate in awkward rooms. I'm telling you. Daddy has developed an at-home sperm collection kit allowing you to test, store your, test and store your sperm from the comfort of your home. Boom. Daddy takes your sperm test, test it, stores it for you so you don't have to worry about a thing and you never have to leave your home. The services at sperm banks usually cost thousands of dollars, but Daddy provides you an at-home collection kit, a lab-tested fertility report, and a year, 12 months of sperm storage, all for $199. And we're providing a special limited, limited time offer to uh, our community here at Hard Factor, $50 off your first purchase. Go to daddykit.com to order your first kit. Enter promo code FACTOR50, all caps, during checkout. And get that. Get that $50 off. Um, mm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, let's uh, let's skip to Bama because we're, we're running back. We're running, running behind. All right. Okay. Well, I, can, I can trim down that 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 front section. No, kick, kick it over to Bama, baby. Okay. Shout out intern Bubba for sending this over about his alma mater, the University of Alabama, even though some may consider it embarrassing for the tide. I don't know. You guys be the judge. Uh, and you may have guessed what's happened, and that's that the University of Alabama is having trouble containing their new COVID outbreak 
considering the entire school was having like transmission parties immediately upon the students coming back to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, so, remember it's not, those stories? Not a shocker. Yeah, they were betting, they were gambling on who was going to get COVID first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to college, you party, you catch COVID in twenty twenty. They were there, yeah. but they were full on like having. Trans, because I, I know, like at the beginning not, of COVID, they were not, dude. They were just having parties without masks, like regular right, parties, right, right, right. regular parties, and they're just like, "Look, uh, it's funny, somebody's gonna catch COVID." We'll, we'll, the know, news so. called them COVID parties, and the rumor was that kids were to have fun, were gambling on like whoever caught COVID first and confirmed it won like a pot of money, like right. But it's not like twelve dollars like, fun in college. That it, it does sound really fun. It does I mean, sound like fun. And if you're gonna get yeah. COVID, it sucks. At least you win a pot of money, right? So like, mm-hmm. nah, yeah, that's why this yeah. story is not that embarrassing for Bama, honestly. So they had 560 <laughs> uh, new infections among students in the first week of uh, them being back. That's on top of the 300 some that they had who were already positive when they came back. Uh, and the University of Alabama president Stuart Bell said on Monday that student behavior was not to blame for the spike in cases, saying. Our challenge is not the students. Our challenge is the virus. And there's a difference, folks. Uh, but maybe it is the students, Stuart. <laughs> maybe they just don't give a fuck about catching COVID. And it's an excuse to cl- stick, skip class for two weeks while you quarantine with your buddies and just keep partying. So yep. I think it probably is the students, Stuart. Yeah, let me clarify for Stuart. <laughs> Everyone's problem is the virus. Stuart, your problem is the students. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's got a, like he's got quite an interesting thought process about it. Um, a lot of people, like I was saying, might might want us to be upset with the Bama kids, or you know, if I'm I'm doing the story, maybe they want me to be upset about their lack of care and awareness about the pandemic. But to be fair, like what are you, what are college kids going to do when they go to college? And if you force them to go to class anyways and like interact with each other in class, I think that this is just what you get. They probably should just done online only. You could come back to to the to Tuscaloosa if you wanted to or not. Because it's college and people can basically get online classes yeah. anyway. I said so. it on radio, which not everyone that listens to the pod listens to radio, but like um, I was on COVID from the beginning. I was bullish on it and I was, you know, casting stones from a glass house and I didn't realize it until the college party scene started happening a couple weeks ago. Right. Because what would you do in this situation? I partied at college 90% of the time. I, I did. And, um, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about school and I work from home. But the thing that got me to thinking, open-mindedly about it was the college partying and i was like i'm not gonna sit here and lie and say i would be locking down i don't think i would have been at at that age looking back on it i don't think i would have been not after hearing those stats that that wasn't going to really affect me especially if you didn't have to go to class like that's probably even worse i didn't do that anyways Um, but the the schools where like students are back in their apartment complexes but doing online class like that's just a a 24 7 365 rager right now yeah so Tuscaloosa, what they're doing, uh, Beeve, good point, uh, to help sh- shut down that issue is shutting down the bars for a couple weeks uh, to see if that will stop the rager. Which is that's, terrible. That's going on. Again, they should let these kids redshirt. They should let them take the year off until they, the, the college experience is, is bar scene, house parties, partying, socializing, l- learning all that stuff. It, you take that away from these kids. Yeah, but I'm saying the COVID kids no. are just they don't have to go to class after they get the positive test. They're allowed to yeah. uh, quarantine at home, quote unquote. So they're just going to keep going to house parties. It doesn't. I mean, right. I I'm saying if you, open, if, if you open up the colleges, they're going to be partying. Uh, you know, like just don't cancel football season. All right, Bama. Just like just do they that. won't. And on that note, let's take it over to predict it uh, where you could bet on stuff like this. Not exactly those issues, but political issues. And uh, this week, the Vegas odds makers. The actual bookmakers in old uh, sunny Las Vegas have shifted 
the odds to Joe Biden, negative 135 as the favorite. Donald Trump, plus 115 as the dog. Uh, I don't think this was the first time Trump switched over to the dog, but he has been shifted more to the dog uh, and Biden heavier to the favorite. This is what one bookie said. He said, if you were allowed to bet on this election or the 2016 election, it would be the biggest bet event there ever was. That's William Hill Sportsbook director Nick uh, Nick B. And he said, anything with Trump, Trump is very polarizing. 2016 was a bookmaker's dream. Shout out to Nick and Reno for sending us the scoop on these Vegas odds. And they're right. And that's why we got we got predicted.org. All right. That's why we can bet on this stuff, even though it's technically illegal in the United States. Predicted is totally on the level. It's a for research thing that you can still bet on in the U.S. Totally legit. Get your money out. All Easy. 50 states. All 50 states. But 80 million bucks have already been wagered on the election on British books. And the odds are essentially exactly the same. Go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 bucks match and just slam it. Either plus 115 Trump or negative 135 Biden. Whoever you think is going to win, it's a great time to bet. It's close to a coin flip right now. And a lot of heavy money is coming in on uh, if people think they got the inside track. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go back to that college partying thing real quick. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. endorsing college partying. I'm admitting that I would have, and I really wish that a bunch of kids well, would right. just be able to take think, a gap year, uh, you know, not go to college for 2020. Um, We've talked it to death. We're in favor of people cutting down their odds of transmitting the virus. We, don't, to we one hate another. COVID, yeah. but I mean, like college kids who are sent to college who have to go to class. What are they going to do? I know that's terrible. It's terrible. Eh, it's going to have to take one for the team, I guess. And that, no, you know, not, they're just going to so no, 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 no. spread the virus. Also, no. by the way, yeah. U.S. infections on a, on a good decline since uh, like the beginning of the month. So w- w- even with the colleges, we're still declining. That's good. Um, You guys want to move on to voicemails and reviews? This, this There's a story about a woman who got killed by a bear in Canada. <laughs> Give us, give, give us the cliff notes. The cliff notes are, not give us a something. woman. A woman was uh, talking on the phone with her dad in Saskatchewan, and um, she got. Or she told her little little nine year old son to go get like an antenna or something. Her dad heard like gargling sounds on the phone and uh, called back. And it turns out her son was watching her get attacked by this black bear. Actually, black bears aren't really. I don't think known to be aggressive uh, towards humans. Um, Whoa! Or, you know, it's dangerous because they are you know, when you have you, a bunch of berries in your pockets. Well, yeah. Well, infor- they said that this bear was discovered to have a full stomach, and it wasn't like a oh. food thing. It was just like she just he just attacked this woman, and uh, her husband came out. The bear wouldn't let let his wife go, so he's like battling Fuck. with this bear to let go of his like lifeless wife's body, and he like had to shoot That's, it. And, yeah, I told you. Thanks, I wanted Wes. to skip it. Uh, thanks, told you. thanks, Wes. Told Great. you. She's dead. And um, you were right. We should have just yeah. skipped it. Pat, skipped Pat what it. was your story that we mm-hmm. skipped? This is uh, the sheriff who uh, went to go serve papers at a lady's house, but had the wrong house. And before he served the, the papers, he took a piss on his neighbor <laughs> on the lady's neighbor's travel trailer. Oh, and then nice. he uh, wrecked his car so many times he is no longer legally allowed to drive. But he's the constable. <laughs> wow. wow. That's a guy yeah. that knows how to put out a fire with Bud Lights, if I've ever heard of. Yeah, it was a hundred and forty-one page complaint against this constable. One hundred and forty-one <laughs> pages. Oh, one thing I, one thing I did want to mention because this quote really disturbed me. Actually, the whole story was this. This woman's father is quoted as saying, uh, "Curtis, who is her husband, handled the situation extremely well. It could have been m- so much worse. The children could have been near at the time of the attack. 
Um, that's the quote from this girl woman's dad saying like her husband handled the situation well, like by getting the fucking bad. Like it just, that was, it's just a very hardened, uh, Jesus. quote from, you didn't from, need uh, to, you didn't need to have that context. Yeah. It's Curtis. Just dark story. Don't really Pat, want to get into it. Less, I asked you if you wanted to skip pretty, it. And you guys said, pretty no, no, said no. Not. Pat, what county was that in? What state and county? Was oh, that? I'll tell you guys. That was over there in uh, Arizona, down by Tucson. Uh, yeah, this guy, Sheriff something, something. What's his name? The last Vasquez. Constable. Constable uh, Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah. yeah. Nice. West All right, guys. Sound. We got There's a lot of five-star reviews today. So many that we are saving a few of them for Friday's show in the interest of time. Remember, if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, a new one, um, and we uh, – you have to leave a new one is what I'm trying to say because we sort of check the titles. And, and like, for example, Brand's Penis is back. I think, you know, like, we need new reviews because we don't get counted towards the tally of reviews. I don't remember Brand's from Penis. Uh, we'll do – I mean, Brand's Penis is for Friday. That's anyways. new. That's is a it? new one. It's for Friday. I'm pretty sure uh, a few of the people are just leaving uh, second reviews, which don't give us any any new reviews. It doesn't count. But for people that have not left a review, leave a five-star review, especially if you're one of the 500 people that's asked for free stickers, which you're going to get, and they're going to look awesome wherever you mm. put them. You owe us a review. Uh, if you don't have Apple Podcast, download the app, and then you can delete it after you give us a review. Or you, you know someone that has an Apple phone, uh, iPhone. I know you do. Get someone's phone. Leave us a five-star review. It's the least you can do. We're giving you those free stickers. They're going to look awesome. All right. Here we go. First up, mm-hmm. Mr. Woke says, Koala Bear Harris, five stars. The only way to have fun getting the news. Uh, I'll be incredibly sad if their contract isn't renewed. Now, if only they'd stop inviting Don Jr. on to spew lies and conspiracy theories while offering oh. about as much resistance as the Washington football team's defense. Oof. Oh. You're all smart enough to know he's full of shit and just using your own show, uh, using your show to promote his books and campaign for his daddy. Whoa. What year Washington we know football that. team D are we talking yeah, about? We know what year that. are we talking about? <laughs> <What's> the- <laughs> yeah, Mr. Woke, you should be woke enough to have listened to when we we admitted that that day, that we get the bigger guests just because. We'll give everyone about the same amount of resistance. Them. We play Washington yeah. He's 100% football. right. Yeah. He's but we play Washington right. football defense on, on everyone. On um, everybody. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of stuff that uh, that other guests have said that we've definitely played Washington football defense. Like with Steyer, I would say. Uh, oh, yeah. Go back and listen to that. So everyone. I'm mad, though. Donnie Trump Jr. almost said and he did kind of say it, but I didn't catch it fast enough. He almost said that Bill Gates was going to pedophile. Island. He stopped, I wish that he'd said he that stopped at, short of it. I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next mm. one. We got like 10 more tricky dick, thick son uh, is this one short, but grammatically sweet. He said, you guys got the juice, period. Thanks. Nice, we do have the juice. Appreciate All right. It, next one's dick. Jack off. One, two, three. <laughs> What's up, boys? Nice. My buddy, that guy, uh, that guy, ump 23, showed me the pod in early July, and I only wish he'd joined the hive. I'd join the hive sooner. The only news oh. ever on in my house is Fox News, so y'all give me much needed relief from it being unbiased and hilarious. Will's ever evolving good morning at 6 a.m. gets my blood flowing like the beaver tail on a windy day. Speaking Ooh. of the beeve, do you only F wives or will girlfriends suffice? I'm in the area and would love to be Eskimo bros with you, so please let me know. P.S. P.S. Keep it up. <laughs> And let's get these boys a full-time contract. Have a great fucking day, which is the new H-A-G-F-D. It's catching on. That is true. That is catching on in the high. I I, I smell a t-shirt with that. I know. Have a great fucking day. H-A-G-F-D. We got to start marketing that. Uh, uh, Next one. To that, that I'll say, if it's got a hole, I'll meet you at the North Pole, Eskimo brother. There it is. You're like McGruber. You like holes. Uh, C Gentry 13, (laughs) best news pod. Five stars, best news podcast on the internet. Thank you, C Gentry. Uh, Dusty Tex, 
Five stars for Barstool. I hope you guys get all the uh, you get. I hope you get all that you want in a new contract, but then get five percent cut from what you want specifically because you started the beef. I don't know what that's huh. supposed to mean. That's ridiculous. Come on, Dusty Tex. Like um, Vince McMahon owns the, owns uh, John Cena's name. I think I think it's always okay. About. Well, well, like one. you're saying, you got to get the IP for the beef. Well, okay. With the four of us own own the IP for the beef, and we taking it with us if we leave. We're not leaving, but you know we'll mer- we'll merchandise the beef. <laughs> yeah. And the next one's Cardell Jones, who says beef appreciation five stars. My wife Ooh. and I love this podcast. We live in Austin, and my wife actually saw the beef in the wild. Okay. All right. Did she say hi? I don't know. Uh, pretty crazy because she is his producer now. Oh, and she goes to his house every night to record. She comes home smiling every morning. So thank you, Beef. <laughs> Never knew she loved recording podcasts so much. <laughs> I think you got to get out of here. Beef, we got a new producer. You got it. What? You know, something about the Beef is he's always got a new, uh, like a new undisclosed position helper around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> There's always somebody who's like, sources. "This is uh, they, they help me do this." Yeah, <laughs> we find out about I'm, ten of those a year. Find I'm out strong enough Messiah to lead one usually, sometimes two. Uh-huh. Uh, Del, Del Winner forty four says, "Land of <laughs> the free, home of the haters." Good morning. Keep it up, fellas. I've been listening since day one, and look forward to my fellow degenerates and route to work. Uh, by the way, I sell cars, and you all were spot on about what car salesmen salesmen do on dates. Big shout out to Wes. Thank you for keeping it uh, keeping it even and telling it like it is. Loving the bees hair. As a fellow NC listener, John from NC as well. Insert a compliment that you would give to a chick with a good personality. Keep it up, El Presidente. Mm-hmm. Get these boys that full time check. H A G F T. Have a great fucking day. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Paul Look- C Steele. What's that? Will? I just like I like how everybody's uh, takes on on like how we assist the show to better fit their personal politics. It's it's I always love I always love those comments. Absolutely. <laughs> Policy Steele says uh, and that's how they should take it. A man called uh, Brave. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought it was Beave when I. OK. A man called Brave says there once was a man who who, who liked pools. I think it's supposed to be a man called Beef. There once it was is. a man who liked pools. He said, see the lovely preschools. His beaver is a large rodent whose seed is quite potent, and his friends made him face ridicules. Well, he's going to listen to the first 20 minutes of the show, pal. You better believe it. (laughs) Pretty accurate, except for the seed. We don't know yet. We should have read that before the show started. Um, Next, Mac Judy. We're almost through. Good shit. Five stars. Entertaining and informative news keeps me going at work. Some of the topics are a bit under-researched, and the communist (laughs) overtones border on treason, but very solid. Been recommending to everyone and even got my wife's boyfriend to start listening. Get that mm. contract. Have a great <laughs> effing day. I like that guy. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Got his wife's boyfriend. boyfriend. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mac Judy. Mac Judy, by the way, I'm with you there. I was just thinking to myself, I was just walking around the kitchen earlier today thinking, man, there's too much commie sympathizing going on these days. Mm, and I was just thinking that to myself. Just so I'm with you. I'm Haven't with we you. learned anything? All right, next one. Kim C. McLaughlin. Perfect start to the day. Five stars. The guys are funny and the content is informative. I recommend this podcast to anyone asking for good pods. The news covers at all angles via discussion amongst friends of what seems like different political views. It's hard to tell who leans which way other than Pat. Female listener, by the way. Nice. And this is the last one from Tiny Girl 96. STTDB. I didn't read 
we Google what that is. That could be suck something. that tiger dick, bitch. Oh, you know oh, there you go. Thank you. Um, and it says, have been enjoying the pod for eight to nine months so far and have enjoyed it ever since. This crew is funny and talks about relevant topics. And regardless of whether you agree with them or not, they're actually intelligent people and know their stuff. And in the rare situation, they don't get something 100% accurate. They always own up to it and correct themselves, something I wish our politicians and mainstream media outlets would do. I'm another female listener, and I don't get why you all sound shocked every time you hear from a lady. Mm. I think you have more female listeners than you realize. Thank you for closing Thursday's episode with Neck. I've been sitting at my desk watching LSU 2019 Joey B highlights Burrow for the past 30 minutes now, and I'm not upset about it at all. So we do have more female listeners than we and thought. And you shouldn't be. Tiny not girl. surprised yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah Mark, uh, I was trying to explain to Mark, like, hey, you, you play this song, and it's really going to hit some people on I found, a personal level. I found a good <laughs> version of it. Um, oh, was it the LSU, the band version? Yeah. You have to go back and check. I went through, there's like 50 versions and I found by far the best one. Um, Nice. All right. We got three voicemails and then we're done. First up. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just missed that call from this number. Uh, Just uh, trying to to get back to it. I'm just kidding. It's your boy Reagan here uh, in Utah. (laughs) Just listening to today's episode. It's Tuesday. I think. Yeah. Yeah, driving back to work after lunch. Thanks for the episode. Kentucky Fried Chicken talk at the end was a fucking choice. Uh, I, for one, agree Popeye's has to reign supreme, especially since uh, the drop that witch there. Anywho, since everything that's going on and, and, you know, money's tight, whatever. Long story short, your boy had to get a second job. Working that Zaw chain shit. So with that, let's do the same thing as the KFC talk, but as far as like pizza chains. So uh, what would you guys choose? Go. Oh, have a great fucking day. So it sounds like Reagan had to get a second job slanging pies. Um, Great job. 2020 is a fucked up year. One of my favorite of all time. One of my favorite of all time. So what's your, we all worked at a pizza shop? Not I. No, 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 no. Three Not out of four, me. But you've eaten the most pizza, so that that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I order. I order from you guys. Um, what's it called? Uh, what's our favorite pizza chains? What you guys got? I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go with Bertucci's, where Mark used to work, which is a pizza shop. He forgot oh, he worked I at. Oh, I did work there. What's uh? Like a month. I actually. Yeah, I actually really like Bertucci's because it's a wood fired. <laughs> it's a wood fired oven chain. I did uh, it's the first wood fired oven I'd ever tasted. Oh no, Beef, you got to go with your real answer. You know what you are. You, you like, know, you know, you, like you know a, the chain you go. Yeah, you're a Papa John's guy. He's a PJ's yeah. man. Papa John's. The, beef, Papa John's the beef only orders a PJ's yeah. late night. That's, that's I like the my toppings move. under the cheese. <laughs> that is the beef. Move. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, I'll typically go with like anything. Right now, I try to go with anything local. Pizza okay. in, in Reno's best, right. but I, Domino's. If I'm gonna have to order after yeah. off the big chains, major chains, Domino's. What about us? Major chains. I'm generally going PJs as well. And I'll mm. I'll I'll go in there and grab Pizza Hut. So we're representing most of the big chains there. Can we, let me say one one last thing. Last time I was in New York City, I noticed this. Why the hell in New York City there's like a Papa John's, Pizza Hut, and Domino's on every fucking corner? What? How is that a thing? Well, yeah, because you got to deliver a lot of pizzas. I mean, there's, in New there's York a lot of people. City, New York City loves their pizza. pizza in America. Yeah, well, yeah, but still, it's cheaper. It's still cheap. Like so, 
no matter where you are, any city's got good pizza, and it's always going to be more expensive to get the good pizza. And so, like you, the, you got to have the cheap pizza around too. Everybody needs the chains and and the good stuff. True. The demand for pizza in New York City is unbelievable. Right, it, it should be high everywhere. It's uh, you know well, pizza, yeah, calzones, the calzones. People well, stop. Calzones. You were, you were right. That. Stop. Stop where you're ahead before the calzones. Okay, <laughs> I get a puzzone from Pizza Hut. Remember that? Hey boys, this is Garrett from Iowa. Every time I call in, they ask for my name, and then the phone starts ringing, and I think maybe this is the time somebody's going to pick up, and you guys never do. Crushes my soul a little bit. But moving on, on to uh, that uh, Lori Loomer, or whatever the fuck her name is from Florida. I'm not going to say she's not a piece of shit, but the way she got herself banned from everything and then ran on a platform of that big tech is against conservatives was fucking brilliant. Like, play devil's advocate here, but maybe she planned that shit out and, like, purposely got herself banned just so she could claim censorship. Just a thought for you guys. Uh, disclaimer, I still think she's a piece of shit, but devil's advocate, just a thought for you guys to discuss. Hey, have a great fucking day. So that's our guy, Garrett. He's been a part of both uh, boat races. Um, Garrett, yeah, the so phone he, doesn't ring for any of us, so we'll, we'll literally ne- we won't never pick. Yeah, up. we'll never pick. Yeah. Sometimes it, I'll, I'll say, yeah. If but, you're uh, if you're in the wait, if you're you if you're have the tab open, like yes. <laughs> you, you have to be in the Gmail. Pat, you've you've you answered answer it from a browser. Pat, you've yeah. answered I've the phone answered before. You? Yeah. Mo- no, I've just answered the texts from the nudes that we've gotten. Oh, right. oh that's, that's right. right. Uh, that's right. But, but Garrett, Lord, Garrett's picking up on. Yeah, Garrett's picking up on the spin zone. Good call, Garrett. Very similar to what Steve Bannon did when he got busted for stealing build the wall money and he came out of court and said, this is for the people that want to stop the building of the wall. I don't think Laura Loomer planned it. I think she's just a smart pivoter and knows that she can right. say some inflammatory shit and get uh, the base route up. What do you guys think? No one's saying she's not evil, but some are saying she's an evil genius. Totally agree with both of you guys there. Uh, and also think that, like, just like Bannon, one of her buddies is also Roger Stone. So I know we've already, like, stressed it multiple times on the show. Just go watch Go Get Me Roger Stone or whatever the name of that movie is. It You'll lo- you'll know a lot more about how he <laughs> operates and how the loomers of the world operate. You know, it, it, it'll make a lot more sense to you. Go, He's like Slugworth. Go Get Me Roger uh, Stone. From Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It was a it was a real episode, right? It was tough. We're stronger for it. That's right. Hard factors. Don't, we're all, all four of us are doing great. But on that note, let's we're end. We're going to be doing better once we finish the uh, diet contest, though. We'll be no, much even, better. Like, fitter versions of our army. Showing so. so much thigh. But let's end on this one. Hey, hard factor guy. Guys, this is Ken. Great job recently on the podcast. You guys are really doing a good job covering all the RNC, DNC, political craziness stuff. Um, but I wanted to come in with a question. I was curious if um, Pat slash the Beeve has a number for how much he spent on this whole Beeve persona. Because with all the new clothing and with the hair dye and with everything going on, it seems to be like that bill's got to be adding up. And I was just curious how uh, much the Beeve is worth to him. So um, if you guys can answer that question, that'd be really great. I'm sure there's a lot of other listeners that are very interested in knowing uh, how much the bees is, you know, costs to accomplish. Uh, keep doing what you're doing and keep up the great work. Have a great fucking day. Ooh. I'm one of those people, too. Should I tell the, the real number? Yeah, of up course. To you. Look, up to well, you. I mean, 
You guys know I'm not great with money. Uh, Not good at it. And uh, I've had a little bit of money coming in recently, and I've just (laughs) spending it. Uh, uh, Let's see. I'll put it this way. Four Uh, figures yet? Four figures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a bottle of wine the other day, and uh, (laughs) my Etsy bill was... I want to say seven hundred bucks. Ooh, damn! Uh, Good thing you didn't let go of that other job. <laughs> but these are collector Whoa. items. These are collectors' items, guys. Uh, it's been a lot. I, I'd say like twelve hundred bucks thus far. But I'm trying to I'm trying to pay it off with with doing pools. So if you find yes. Pat, patthepoolboy.com, hire me. I could use a little bit. That's not all from hard factor money. We're not we're not all rolling in it. Yeah. No, literally money is pretend to me uh, yeah. until it just is. Cause what is it? What am I gonna do with it? And I don't have a lot of it usually. Uh, Cause I spend it on dumb shit. So get that credit card, baby. Oh um, yeah, baby. You don't want right, to You don't want to see my monthly interest bills. <laughs> oh, God. oh no, I don't. Well, if you just came no. into money, haven't you paid them off? What? What? Well, I bet. No, I mean, no. So you I just haven't. get it. And then you, regardless really, of the I, debts, you just still spend it. I haven't gotten the money yet, uh, but it's, uh, mm. It's bad, checks, bro. Checks in the mail. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> USPS. Well, Pat, I could be can, putting kids through children through college. Can I say that we want you to keep spending money on the look? Because we do. So keep it up. One hundred. You don't kids. have to tell me that. All right. I so was I was pricing out real diamond earrings the other day. I it's yeah. You got. I need a. I need oh, a wow. conservative shit. That's I need, a, that's a I need serious. Britney Spears. I need Britney Spears. That's like ten k for the style diamond. You no, want. yeah, way cheaper than you think. You can get like fifteen hundred, three forty. Well, yeah. you don't get you shitty get ones. Like some fake ones, or maybe a no. big fake, a giant fake. One. Get those crystal a, ones. Yeah, you want to spend like a thousand on diamond earrings. So, like when people ask you, it's got a comma. You want a comma for it. I will know? say when I fucked up when Paul Wall was like, "Do you want a grill?" And I was like, "How much is it?" And he was like, 400 bucks." I was like, "Ah, I can't right now. Oh. I regret that every day of my life." Yeah. He has yeah, he should take it from the best best grill guy ever. Right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Um, Leave us the reviews. We already talked about it. Follow us. Spread the word. And uh, check us out on the radio in a couple hours. Yeah, one one thing. My Venmo is at Pat Cassidy. But there's so many, isn't it? At Pat Cassidy 3? Or is it at Pat Cassidy? No, it's just me. Oh. All right. And that's going to do it for us. Have a great fucking day. (laughs) H-A-G-F-D. See you later, yeah! Yeah.